Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Back on Good Morning Football. Good morning, everybody. We're saddened to hear the news this morning that Franco Harris, a four-time Super Bowl champion, a Walter Payton Man of the Year, a Super Bowl icon, and the person behind the Immaculate Reception has passed away at the age of 72. We've been talking about his life and legacy and the impact on the game and the people that were in his life all morning. He was a profound human being that touched a lot of people. And we have been reflecting not only on just that game, which we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of this weekend, but also Kyle to speak to him as a person and a player and specifically someone who looked up the running back so much as a human, what did you think of when you think of Franco Harris? Well, jarring news, eerie news, almost chilling with the timing of the anniversary this weekend. But to answer your question, you know, I, running back's my favorite position, and I never saw Franco Harris play down, and yet I still knew about him because of the power of NFL films and all of the great things that I watched growing up. And I just looked at him as toughness. He was like this big pile of shoulder pads and beards and hair and Pittsburgh and the turf. and t- It's just an amazing, amazing thing to watch as a little kid, even watching replays. I, I'm jarred by how emotional I feel about Franco Harris, having never seen him play, because I've been watching Franco Harris my whole life. Mm-hmm. Franco Harris was part of my football childhood. Like, that's that's one of your heroes. That's that's one of the superheroes, really, of, of what we do. So to see that this morning, right before we come on the air, maybe 15, 20 minutes before we started the show today, it was very jarring and very sad, and we lost a great one. I think, uh, you know, this weekend is going to be a celebration of the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, but now it becomes a celebration of Franco Harris's yeah. life. Even before his passing, it was announced that the Steelers were going to retire and raise that number 32 jersey to the rafters and won't be worn again. I think that's very, very telling to the player he was, but also the human he was. He was a man of the year in 1976. It's since been renamed the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Mm-hmm. But he, of all the players in the league, he was that guy. He was an ambassador for the sport. And I, I said this earlier in the show, class is a word. 
gentleman. He would come on the show. This man was a gentleman. He was almost from a bygone era with how classy he was. And I am I, I'm actually excited and enthused to celebrate his life over the next 72 hours, culminating in the great football game. Yeah, and quickly, I'll say to what Kyle said, I remember that play, the immaculate reception of seeing and saying, wow, that was Franco Harrison. You go and you do some research and you look into him for a person my age, and it's just like, my goodness, he was one hell of a player. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just one play that immortalized him in NFL history, but it was his career. It's 12,000 plus rushing yards his ability to run over, through, and around people. He was such a good player. And to what you said, Peter, a better human being. And I think that's when you talk about legacy and what someone means to everybody around them, that goes a long way. Yeah, his impact on and off the field had reach. And so our friends at NFL Films, they're going to give us a look back, give you a look back at the amazing legacy of one Franco Harris. As one of the greatest running backs in NFL history, Franco Harris began his pro football career as the Pittsburgh Steelers' number one pick in the 1972 NFL Draft. A mainstay in the Steelers' backfield, Franco led Pittsburgh to eight division championships, four conference titles, and four Super Bowl victories. Giving the ball to Franco through the middle, down over the 15 to 10. The 6'2", 230-pound Hall of Fame back was a versatile big yardage runner and a key component in the powerful Pittsburgh offensive machine that mowed down and maligned would-be defenders at will. Harris came along at a time when big backs and ball control were in, and establishing a ground game was standard procedure for success. Harris had all the tangibles of lure. A complete back, replete with both vision and short area burst, cementing himself as a superstar after rushing for more than 1,000 yards in eight seasons, a record formerly held by the legendary Jim Brown. At the line of scrimmage, Franco made elusiveness look elegant. In his 13 seasons, Harris rushed for 12,120 yards and 91 touchdowns. His career rushing total ranked as the third highest mark in pro football history at the time of his retirement. However, Harris's most memorable moment came when he was on the receiving end of one of the most famous passes in NFL history, the Immaculate Reception. It is fourth down, still 10 to go. Pittsburgh's ball at their own 40-yard line, 22 seconds left to play. Brad Young must put it in the air. Back goes Brad Shaw. He's looking. He's in trouble back there. He rolls out to the right. The iconic play gave the Steelers their first ever playoff win and acted as the Big Bang catalyst that transformed Pittsburgh into an NFL dynasty. From the time Bradshaw threw the ball, and everything is just, just a blur. Before I knew it, I'm up and running. Franco really showed us that we could win because before Franco, we did not win. From that day forward, Harris always seemed to be at his best when the stakes were highest. 
Franco Harris has become the first player in Super Bowl history to score three touchdowns in three Super Bowls. So he now has scored 17 touchdowns in postseason play, which adds to his own NFL record. When someone tells me that uh, the regular season game is the same as the championship game, not to me it isn't. Big game, there was no one better than Franco. No one. Harris's exploits made him a folk legend, so much so that he inspired the unforgettable fan club, Franco's Italian Army. You want to see the killer for Cleveland today? Yeah. Right here. We've got the Italian That's whammy. That's the big red pepper, Italian whammy. We put it on, that means Cleveland can't do nothing. Is the army here, huh? <laughs> oh, that brings back great memories. Franco was such a beloved figure that a permanent statue of him was erected next to George Washington at the Pittsburgh National Airport. One of the most popular Steelers of all time, Harris will forever be missed in the Steel City. A pro football Hall of Famer, a Walter Payton Man of the Year, Franco Harris has passed away at the age of 72. More Good Morning Football straight ahead. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. 
So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. With heavy hearts, earlier this morning we learned of the passing of Hall of Fame running back and Steelers legend Franco Harris. Franco spent 13 seasons in Pittsburgh. We are now joined by one of his closest friends and his teammate from those Steelers teams, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Mr. Terry Bradshaw. Terry, welcome to Good Morning Football. Morning, Peter. How are you guys doing? What's your reaction? And, and you knew he was set to have his number 32 retired this weekend. Tell us what Franco Harris meant to you as a friend and teammate. Take as much time as you want. He's, uh, he's someone I didn't see a lot. I talked to him on the phone maybe two or three times a year. Saw him at least once a year. Actually, if I can show you this, this is our last time together. That's a jersey he had made up. We were laughing about the jersey. We we always laugh. We're always together, and we're, uh, we're always laughing. I always was making fun of him, stuttering in the huddle, and uh, just uh, and the way he played uh, poker and all these silly games we played. He would just... Uh, you know, he was just a good man. And, and, and what all you've, everything you've said about him, he just came in from Penn State. Uh, he wasn't even the running back that Chuck Noll wanted. Chuck Noll wanted to switch the offense. Well, he wanted to build it around the running. And he had called me that offseason and told me we were drafting a running back. I thought it was a guy out of Texas or Houston or somewhere. It was a great running back that time. And the other was Franco. And so we drafted Franco and we built the offense we ran was the same offense that they ran in um, Miami with the Zonka and kick. And that was one thing. But he's just seriously just a good guy. Just never was uh, overtaken. His, his success never changed him. And that's one of the beauties about him. I always picked at him, told him he had terrible hands. There's no way he caught the immaculate reception. <laughs> he had to have trapped it. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't. When I got sacked against Dallas in Super Bowl 13, we got into the huddle and he said, uh, Brad, he called me Brad. Most folks call me TV. He called me Brad. He said, Brad, uh, give me the ball. Give me the ball. He was so mad at the sack and the way they acted over me. And I ran 93 tackle trap thinking I had a blitz, which was a perfect call because the Cowboys showed blitz. Franco wanted the ball. This was perfect. And what happened was the safeties, Harrison, and the Waters had given me a false read, but I went on the quick count. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they ran into the umpire when he was on the other side of the ball, you know. They ran into him, yeah. and Franco went 22 yards for the touchdown. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, man. that's Franco. He was the ultimate team guy. Ultimate. You don't see a lot of that anymore, you know, especially with wide receivers, maybe some running backs. Give me the ball. I want the ball. And they go where they can get the ball, and they don't give it, you know, not realizing that the offense and the players around them are all, we're all part of its winning program. But he was just, a, well, you know him. You knew him. He was just a great guy, man. His wife, Dane, his doc, his son, uh, you know, I've known him forever. So it's a sad day for sure. Terry, we are so sorry, and thank you so much for sharing those stories. We know how well you know him and how close you two were. You were also a member of a group of people that really treated Franco the way that he needed to be as a beloved member of the Steelers organization, and that was... Right. Franco's Italian army. We have this picture of you in this with the hat on. Can oh, yeah? you talk more about the right. relationship that Franco had 
with Pittsburgh <laughs> and their fans and the city. Look at that incredible photo. Yeah, that's pretty cool. One thing great about the Italian stallion or his Italian army was that uh, we stayed over in California at Palm Desert and practiced before we played the Raiders in the um, AFC championship game. And um, Frank Sinatra came out to meet the team, you know, to meet Franco. And it was just so cool. Frank Sinatra. And he was, uh, of course, being an Italian, he wanted to he wanted to meet the great Franco Harris. And so uh, so we thank Franco for, <laughs> for being so good and for being Italian. We got to meet Frank Sinatra. I mean, come on. That's a good moment, you know. <laughs> That's a great moment. That's reason for a cigar, Terry. That really is an yeah. incredible memory, and we love yeah. sharing this with you this morning. You know, Saturday, we've got, sure enough, Steelers Raiders. Once again, 50 Isn't years later, it's here on NFL Network, the anniversary. It's incredible. Terry, you've talked about this play for 50 years. How has your relationship right. changed with the Immaculate Reception over the years, and does it feel a little bit different this morning? I find it a little bit um, prophetic, a little in a sense that this was to be the greatest moment probably in Franco's retirement life, because I know winning Super Bowls as a team, all of us say that everything we are, everything we have, we got from winning Super Bowls as a team. That's I'm on television with all of you, uh, not because I was good at television at Louisiana Tech. It was because <laughs> I was a good football player and we won Super Bowls. So we get all these opportunities. Now he's getting his Jersey retired, which is unheard of with Pittsburgh. There's only three jerseys retired, I believe, in Pittsburgh. Joe Green has his, rightly so. Franco has his. I forgot who the other one was, but that's okay. Um, and now uh, they were going to celebrate the 50 years of the Immaculate Reception. And Franco and I had just finished shooting a, a commercial on that play right there. And I talked them through it and Here's the pass. I avoid the sack. I fire down the field. I see a black jersey. I don't know who it is. I hit the ground. I hear the crowd roar. I don't see the play. I'm saying to myself, well, that's a touchdown. And then I start thinking about all the endorsements I'm going to get. I was making $30,000 a year. I'm probably going to make a good twelve, fifteen thousand 15000 this offseason, which is unheard oh, yeah. of. Because man, I just I just threw the pass, and then you get up, and then you stand up, and your people are mobbing you, and you're going, okay, who did I hit? Who did I throw it to? Who caught it? How did you know? And then the story starts coming. Well, the ball went this way, and Frenchie reached for it. Jack Tatum and Frenchie had a collision. The ball bounced back. Franco caught the ball before it hit the ground, which the rule was back then, back-to-back, -back, uh, the ball cannot be touched by back-to-back -back offensive players. So Tatum had to have touched the ball last. Had Frenchie touched it last, it's incomplete. And then Franco got it off the ground, and Franco runs for the touchdown, and I'm sitting there going, really? <laughs> really? There goes my commercials, my endorsements. <laughs> and it's just a fun, it's a fun story to tell. So I asked Franco two weeks ago, I said, hey, bub, fourth down, 22 seconds left. I go full right split, 66 circle option. The circle is Frenchy Fuqua, who goes around the left tackle and goes for the middle of the football field. And what he does is either a linebacker runs with him or the safety comes over. The option would be to the split end. He either goes post if the safety comes up, safety goes inside, it goes takeoff or corner. So we had that. 66 meant 
tight end stays in and blocks. So I've got basically maximum protection because Franco stays in and blocks. Mm -hmm. Now, I asked Franco when you see the end zone re review of the play, he's just standing there. <laughs> I said, hey, Bob. <laughs> You didn't block anybody, uh, Brad. Uh, uh, my man, you, I, my man went went inside. I said, "Yeah, your man's the one running me out of the pocket." And so this goes on. We start laughing. But the minute I throw the ball, Franco takes off, and I asked him, "What made you run downfield?" And he said, "At Penn State, Joe Paterno told the running backs that when the quarterback releases the ball, to run to the play." run to the ball and had he not been taught that by paterno he would not have released and gone downfield and that's exactly what he did and that's why he caught that pass so it's just a good story we add a little to it as time goes on because it's because it's better <laughs> but i had so much fun messing with him about his blocking and his catching the ball we never we hardly ever threw the ball to him and uh, it's just a good story. I'm 74, and I enjoy these stories more than ever. Mm. But it's just uh, getting the jersey retired at halftime Saturday versus the uh, Las Vegas Raiders now. And then the Macklet Reception Celebration Friday. Mel Blunt. I talked to Mike Wagner yesterday. We had a long talk. Joe Green's there. Villapiano's there from the Raiders, a good dude. There's a, just going to be a house full of Steelers. What a great moment. You know, I'm working for Fox, and so I've got to fly to California. But uh, what a great moment. For me, it's just been amazing hearing you call out the plays and talk about the <laughs> option and taking the pulse, taking the safety away. I love it. Right. Terry, so many people, we, we went around the breakfast table this morning and we talked about how we remember Franco and the immaculate reception and who he was as a person. You were a close friend. You were a teammate. How are you going to remember Franco Harris? I'm just going to remember Franco for being a great teammate. Uh, he was a great teammate. I was not a captain of the football team ever. Franco, I don't believe was either, but he was a very vocal, vocal uh, guy on the sidelines in the huddle. He's just such a good man. I can't get past that. Always smiling, always smiling. And you guys have, all of you have hit it right on the head. Such a humble, giant uh, superstar. I'm just going to miss his friendship. You know, I've got, I've got guys on that team, not many, just a handful that I'm, I stay in touch with because as time marches on, we're all in different parts of the country. But uh, I'm gonna miss Brad. Hey Brad, he's always this. Hey Brad. Mm -hmm. Hey Brad. Mm -hmm. a, hey Brad. Hey man. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna remember picking at him. I got nothing. And you know what? Death is, is such sorrow. But at the same time, and and Peter, all of you, all of you, we know that we celebrate death because we know he's going to a, a wonderful place in heaven. He'll be there uh, with uh, some more of our Steeler teammates, and there'll be a little Steeler gathering in heaven today, welcoming the the Italian Army, the Italian Stallion, Franco Harris. But will he be missed? Certainly, but he'll be talked of forever with love and admiration and a fondness for a great man and a wonderful teammate. It's beautiful.
It's beautiful words, Terry. You know, we're so honored to have you on on any day and then to have you on this morning to talk yeah. about your dear friend and his passing. Yeah. On the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, it's almost eerie that it happened this way, and yet it opens the door for us to celebrate, Franco, celebrate you guys, the right. 70s Steelers, and truly, truly make this weekend special as we honor the life and legacy of an NFL legend. You know what, Peter, if I, I know we've got, I got to get off here with you, but yeah. I will say this. I, I think the NFL was, a, was very, the 70s was a great period in time in the NFL where we started having these physical dynasties. And I think what happened because of the great John Madden and all that awesome football team that the Raiders had, there be, because of the immaculate reception, there became such a bitterness. And that rivalry was much watch TV. And from the good of that, not that we, we lost the following week to Miami at home, but the good of that was it drew such attention from the fans around the around the uh, America and, and fans of people who weren't even football fans all of a sudden a whole new audience joined in to watch the Steelers and the Raiders when we played all because of the immaculate reception and so we didn't have uh, 20 tape machines and 50 cameras if we'd have had that play today y'all all know this it would have oh been broken down they'll had it in <laughs> out on top yep, yep. underneath <laughs> one frame by frame and then it said, yep. oh, I think he touched it right there. Let's get a closer. <laughs> <laughs> and we wouldn't have had, you, we would have basically have taken the human element out and made it modern technology. And it's the human element that made this game so great, so great. Yeah. And so the, so the play was illegal or legal or any other plays the same way the fair, Fred Swearinger call against, uh, against Swanee in Super Bowl 13. All, all of that just made for great football. Now we don't quite have that because technology is such. We, we're trying to get a perfect game, which takes a little bit of that out, takes a little bit of that away, I think, I believe anyway. But Franco Harris, a great man, and uh, a natural reception 50 years later still voted the number one play in the NFL. That'll leave one of these days, but right now we'll celebrate that. Terry, thank you. Uh, we'll see you on the Fox NFL Sunday show Saturday all day. Uh, you're beloved, and we love you here, and just condolences thank on your you loss. So much. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Football. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. Merry, Thanks, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and all that. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Franco Harris has passed away at the age of 72. We'll be back with Good Morning Football. What an honor. Terry Bradshaw, thank you. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true with new available tech. This legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals. When you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota let's go places. All right, it's time for Whiteboard Wednesday here on Good Morning Football. Kayvon Thibodeau, he had a coming out party on Sunday against the Commanders. 12 total tackles, a sack, a forced fumble. You got your marker there, Jay? <laughs> a touchdown. Jason struggling. All right, got it? Okay, because you got to write your answer down. To the NFL's new face, who you're most excited to see over the last couple of weeks of the season is okay. Peter. Go on. Had, Peter had to write P. Shregs. Yeah, I have to, always. You know, Got to follow him. Got to get to a million. I need to get those followers. Get to a million followers. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's not a new face if you're into like you know depth charts and org charts, but I think Mike McDaniel is a new face as a head coach, and I'm here over the next few weeks for as much sound and as much personality as we can get. Of course, I had the, the pleasure to speak with him during the game, but I think all of the stuff that he's doing over the final three weeks can be really interesting. You know, they play the Packers this weekend. Packers are winners of two straight. But one of the interesting angles here is the Dolphins, they've lost three straight games all on the road. Mm. So they come home, and here come Tough. the Packers. This is us at the Combine. Like, I love talking to Mike McDaniel. Yep. Love talking to We love guy. you talking to Mike McDaniel. It's one of my favorite interview subjects, but I feel like now is where people are like, all right, it was all great in February when you talked to him or September when they were winning. What's he about now? Yeah. And is he able to get this team over the hump? Quick little note, Matt LaFleur is the coach of the Green Bay Packers. Matt LaFleur has worked on the staff with Mike McDaniel mm -hmm. in Washington, in Atlanta, in Houston. Again, these guys know each other really well. I am so interested to see what Mike McDaniel's got over the next few weeks. Dolphins fans, I see you. I know you want this badly. It's been a while. You need a win need this a win. weekend. Need a win over Rodgers and the Packers. Did you plan that every time Mike McDaniel's face came up, Peter Schrager's face yeah, was on the screen? of course. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay, I love it. Buddy Cop. Uh, I, I, I like it. <laughs> Farley and Spade. <laughs> I love it. I'm going with a new face that rocked a big hat a few weeks ago. I am going with Brian Robinson. I want to see this guy down the stretch because he has been toting the rock and he's been getting it done over 100 yards from scrimmage his last three games. And this guy, we saw the game versus the Giants the other night and there was the penalty and he plunges it in on the goal line and comes back. But they go against the San Francisco 49ers mm. this week. Oh, let's go. go. That defensive front, in Fred San Warner, Francisco. Dre Greenlaw, oh, oh. Eric Armstead, 
You want to have a day. You want to. You want to shine. You want to show what you can do late in the season as a rookie. Go against that defense. Go over 100 yards from scrimmage again, rushing, receiving, and we'll all be talking about Brian Robinson. I want to see what he does specifically this week. Strap it up, out the season. Let's go. Yeah. Big boy pads. No doubt. You're inspiring me. I'm going to stay in that game. I'm going to stay in that game. And Brock Wright for the Lions was a name that popped up yeah, this sure. weekend. Mm-hmm. Game-winning touchdown. I'm going to stay with the Brocks. I'm going to go Brock Purdy. you yeah. got to be solid as Brock. Brock, uh, I, there's so many so many phrases that I could go down, what but I, that one? I, I know, one right? Uh, Brock and roll. Brock and roll. Brock and okay. roll. Um, solid as a Brock. Yeah. You're going to have to do that against the Commanders. It's the Commanders. It's in Las Vegas, and then you're hosting the Cardinals to pull off what no rookie has done before, to push your yeah. team to a Super Bowl, Brock Purdy, to make people erase the nickname that we will not use on this show so fast because of where you were drafted to the San Francisco 49ers. I love the fact that this kid has taken the league by storm. He has erased all doubters when people were calling for Baker Mayfield to go to San Francisco. Absolutely not. You are a new face, but you get to make a name for yourself. Brock Purdy, be solid as a Brock. There you go. For those about to Brock, we salute you. Yeah. Uh, Brock Lobster. Yeah. Bill's running back, James Cook, guys. Uh, he was. We got all the attention for Josh Allen throwing the crazy play in the back of the end zone. It was a rookie running back who lost the guy guarding him and who caught it. But more importantly, uh, this is important news for us at the table as the Bills make the stretch run. I want you guys to know that I learned this week that the Buffalo Bills refer to James Cook, I'm talking about the players, as Jimbo Cook. Mm. They call him Jimbo Cook. And if you think that's good, there's another nickname. Uh, I'm just going to give you one guess, and I wish I was making this up. What do you think they call him when he makes a really big play? Himbo Cook. He's not making that up. He's him. No, Peter. He's Himbo. (laughs) They call him Himbo slash Jimbo. So now we will officially adopt that as a show. This great rookie running back, Dalvin Cook's brother, Jimbo Cook, a.k.a. occasionally Himbo Cook. Everything comes up him. Everything comes up him. It does. That's a fantastic one. James to Jimbo to Himbo. Yep. Uh, All right. We're going to move on. We just saw not one, but a handful of wild endings in week 15. And it also is important because we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception this week. This is an homage to Frank O'Hara celebrating the life of. So we get to pick our favorite wild ending to a game anywhere in NFL history. Pick your wild ending. Jay, you already have yours written, so why don't you go first? Oh, a little curveball. I'm, I'm excited to I'm hear looking at Peter's so Whatever is history, I'm excited to hear yeah. Peter. Yep. But I'm going with one, Lorenzo Neal to Frank Wycheck, to Kevin Dyson. The Music City Miracle kickoff return. Game's over. Buffalo kicks the field goal, and it's just like there's no chance the Titans are going to be able to win this game. And next thing you know, Lorenzo Neal gets the ball, gives it to Frank Wycheck, throws it across to Kevin Dyson, and he's racing down the left sideline. I got drafted by the Titans organization in 2009. Special teams coach that was there, Alan Lowry. He is the guy who designed this play, came up with it. While we were there, we had a very similar play for a kickoff return if we needed a touchdown. Mm. It happened versus Jacksonville. I was on the kickoff return. Ball came to me, play didn't work at all. I got tackled, didn't get a chance oh. to play. Not memorable at all, but being able to be in the room with Alan Lowry and hear everybody talk about this play and meet Frank Wycheck and Kevin wow. Dyson, it's always stuck out in my memory because those guys were always around mm. the facility. That's so cool. Was, your, was the play that you guys came with also a forward lateral? Like oh, was? Was here that we also go. that? I'm just messing with you. Yeah. Sound like a Bills Peter. Sound <laughs> <laughs> like a Bills fan. <laughs> um, Classic Bills fan. 24-21, Jets are over the Dolphins, leading, finally about to get the best of Dan Marino. It's 19 
1994, and Marino did something that I had never seen done in an NFL game before. He did the fake spike. I think the fake spike oh, is one great. of the coolest plays of all time. And it's heartbreaking for a Jets fan. I want to say Marv Albert's on the call, but I don't know. Find Let's out. listen. <laughs> Second down, and one at the 18-yard line, and Marino completes inside the 10. Here's a first down. Ingram again. Stopped by Glenn. Marino's trying to get everybody on the line of scrimmage. Now, he still has one timeout. They'll save that for the field goal if they have to. We are seeing another spectacular effort by Marino, who fires. Touchdown! You know what the Jets are thinking? He's going to take the ball and throw it into the ground. They stopped. So if you don't see it there, it's a fake spike. Everyone thinks he's going to spike it to kill the clock. He fake spikes it. Throws it to the corner of the end zone. Mark Ingram's father, Mark Ingram, catches the ball for a touchdown, and the Dolphins thwart the Jets. The Jets were in first place in the AFC East. Everyone was riding high. Jets started the season, fell off the rails up to then, and the Dolphins went on and had a great finish to the year. Kylie said it, one of my favorite seasons ever, the 94 season with that patch, the 75th year anniversary. So many moments. That was one of my favorites. Marino, fake spike. So awesome. Clock's not stopping. Getting oh, my guy in the end zone. Want to give awesome. some love to Bernie Parmalee or not? Bernie what? Parmalee's oh, in there. Oh, Lord. So... I really looked in the history books, and I really considered a lot. And one that just has impacted me so much in my life. Um, The score was 33 to nothing at the half. (laughs) The game was in Minnesota. This is where she was going. The Colts, they took a lead. I mean, the Vikings couldn't save themselves. 33 nothing at the half. And then four straight touchdowns to end the game for the Vikings. Even the beginning of the third quarter was not pretty, but no, 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 no. Vikings come all the way back. They send it into overtime. Okay, that makes it historic and memorable enough. But then to set up a field goal after exchanging possessions in the extra frame for a Greg Joseph 40-yard field goal as time expired. Come on. Is there a better ending in a game in NFL history than the biggest comeback ever? 33-0 at half. 39-36, your final Vikings win. That's unbelievable. Welcome back. What a day we've had, and we're just so thrilled. We're going to get right to it. You won't believe this. Andrew Whitworth is here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my on. god, we're so glad to have you. How are you feeling? I'm good. This is much better than the Zoom where I just feel like I look I so know. swollen on the screen, you know? <laughs> we all do. It's terrible. The camera adds like 50 pounds, Preach. especially this time of year. Uh, we gotta get right into this. You're nearing the end of your first season as an analyst, Thursday night, Thursday night football. How's it been? How are you feeling? It's the end of the year. I know the family's here. What's going on with you? It's been fun. You my first Christmas week where I've had something I can just choose what I want to do in 20-something years. So it's been a blast. We brought the kids, spent the week in New York. It's oh. been fun. But being an analyst has been exciting. I think I've been I've never been so invigorated to cover the game. Every Sunday, Monday, Thursday, I'm just locked in. I love it. I don't want to miss a single game. It's like I'm trying to figure out how to watch all the games at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. It's great. I, even in our house, we discuss football all the time now. So instead of me worrying about pass rushers, yep. I'm, I'm trying to understand all the different things that are going on across the league. So that's been a blast for oh, me. Yeah. Jaguars Jets tomorrow. When I when the schedule came out in May, I think I, I might have texted some of the executives at your shop and said, "Then do Amazon any favors? Jets Jaguars Christmas weekend." And what? now it's a huge game, and you've got Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. We know Lawrence is doing well. What's your read on Wilson in this whole situation? You know, I think it's tough. You look at it, I think really really it's a great week for those two guys to look at their situation. Six weeks ago, Trevor Lawrence has his moment against Denver where he says after the game, I never want to feel like this again. I never mm. want this moment for me and my team. And and you see how he's responded to it. And I think right now we're waiting. You, you, you see all the talent he has, but when is Zach Wilson going to have that moment where it hits him? Hey, you know what? Don't own it. Wear it and go, you know what? When you play quarterback in the NFL – 
this is your life. Your team is going to be dictated in wins and losses in the way you perform every week, and you got to be okay with it and wear the pressure. Wait, I love what you said, that you don't have to game plan anymore. You get to watch games and ingest the whole league. Now you get to sit back and really watch the Bengals after you were there for 11 yeah. years. They've won six games in a row for the first time since 2015, which you were on that team to do so. Where does Joe Burrow fall in the MVP conversation? Mm -hmm. Where can we put him on this list, and how do you defend it? I think, you know what, he's going to be that late late person at the end here. I think if he finishes these last three weeks the way he's been playing, I think he's got a chance to really have himself in that conversation because you look at the injury to Jalen, how that's going to kind of play out, whether he's going to be available. Obviously, we've seen what Mahomes has done, but who has Mahomes not beaten recently? Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow. So, I mean, that puts him in that conversation. If he continues to play how he, had, how he has this season, I think people now are feeling really good. I think they started the season, everybody freaked out, and then it was like, hey, you know what else has changed? Pass protection. Yeah. They've given him time. Yeah. When this guy has time, he makes people pay, mm -hmm. and I think he's going to be right there in it. I know it's more fun to, to run block than pass block, but can you make an argument for Justin Jefferson at this point? Because he's also a valuable part mm. of that Vikings team and the way they've been playing. I think there's no question. He's one of the most dominant football players on the field. I think we all know, though, it always kind of leans on that quarterback yeah, position. And I think for him, it's going to be tough. I, I think it'll be tough to get in there. He, obviously, I think everybody will celebrate the success he's had and what a dominant year he's had. Yeah. But I think really you're going to end up with this conversation being about Mahomes and probably Jalen Hurts. If he he's able to get back on the field and finish the season the way the Eagles have looked, it'd be really, yeah. really rare for a quarterback not to win it in that position. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Now, Big Will, you talk about now on those days, you're trying to consume as much football as possible. I can relate. What is your style? How do you watch the games yes. on Sunday with so much going on? You know, I, I, I kind of mix and match. It, there'll be some red zone. There'll okay. be some, like, the multi-clip screens where I just, like, want to catch a big play and get to that game really fast. And then I kind of I use the computer, too, to kind of see what's going on. But I still go old school sometimes, too, with a phone, just tracking, like, oh, ooh, they got a first down. Let me just <laughs> yeah, like, game track. Yeah, I'm just tracking games. I'm trying to pick every way I can to follow them. The worst yeah. part is, like, when it's somebody like the Rams or Bengals mm -hmm. where it's like, all right, in my heart, I want to watch them play. But yeah. it really doesn't have anything to do with what i got to cover this week. Yeah. So that's when I'm really torn those weeks. But that part's been so much fun. I don't know if I've ever enjoyed the game mm -hmm. the way I do right now. It's it's so much fun to track everything that's uh -huh. going on and yeah. really buy in and almost become a fan and mm -hmm. say, man, I believe in this guy or this coach and this team and track them throughout uh -huh. the year. Real quickly, uh, Stafford, his wife is on a podcast, said he's coming back. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think obviously they've had a tough year and, and you know, NFL history injury level. So I think, you know, for them, it's about him coming back, the mentality. Those guys got to get together in the offseason, find out who they want to be in the identity of that football team mm. and make a comeback. Because in 2019, they struggled too, found a way to get back to the Super Bowl and win it. I think that's the thing. You've seen the Rams go down and come back. And Will Sean McVay hey, find a way to come hey. back. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. I know, because those are his former teammates. We want to talk about your current teammates. We've had so much fun all season long getting to know the crew that's working Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime Sports. Wit, one memory after your rookie season on television to take away. Uh, I think for me, it, it, the first thing I'll think is how fast my heart was beating the very first time I went on air and realized we were alive. But, you know, really it's been about learning that new team. When you leave the, the locker room playing football, uh, you think you'll never have that again. But being up there with Tony and Carissa and Fitz and Sherm and then Michael Smith and Taylor Rooks and them, I mean, we've just had so much fun bonding every week. And you realize like how much you become family and you found a new team. And that's that's really kind of been the, the most fun to me and throughout the years, developing those relationships and getting to know one another. Absolutely. I remember that first shot they had of you going to break and you had your rings on and your hoodie and oh, your blazer yeah. and you're just staying there. I was like, that's a Super Bowl champion right there. That is fantastic. Congratulations on such a great year you've had. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. It's yeah. been unbelievable. It's been really something I could have never dreamed of, but it's a really cool place to be. Absolutely. Hey, all day on NFL Network, we are going to be reviewing the life and legacy of Franco Harris, a steel legend gone too soon.
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.